Global Airways, Flight 502, nonstop, Oakland to Minneapolis. On the flight deck, Captain Hank O'Hara. He's flown 10 million miles without a hitch. Here we go. You're up. A routine flight to a routine city. The kind of flight O'Hara's run a thousand times. The kind of flight anyone might take. But this time, there's going to be an unscheduled stop. Stop! 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 Stop it! Stop it! Oh, The hell is that? Good morning. The Bo and Them Show in the morning. <laughs> Our radio's out, sir. Tell them to get the hell out of there. You are on a collision course. They do not respond to our calls. Horizontal and vertical separation's almost gone, Captain. Above me or below me? I ain't blowing anybody. I'm from, <laughs> yeah, no, uh-uh. I don't know. He's too close. Charlton Heston, Yvette Mimieux, Walter Pidgeon, James Brolin, Roosevelt Greer, Leslie Uggams, Gene Crane, Bo Roberts, Anna DeHaro, and Randy James. All right, you heroes, come and get it. Characters in a deadly drama. Save the drama for your mama. Hello? Yeah. Yes, I got a disconnection notice, but I mailed my pay, notes. Pay your bill, pay your bill, that's what you got to do. I did. Yeah, well, you, you got to pay your bill, that's why we're going to shut you off. I know that. We're going to shut you down. What, what, what can't you understand about that? Pay your bill. Excuse me? I said pay your bill. Come on. Save the drama for your mama. Are you planning a wedding? Hi, I'm Tom Davis, pre-divorce and wedding attorney at law. The fiancé you may love today could destroy your life tomorrow. That's why I'm telling you, you better lawyer up now and say I do to a divorce attorney like me before you ruin your future by marrying that mistake in a rented tux or that wacko in a wedding dress. Statistics are not on your side, but I am. One call to me, and you'll be ready to take your loving spouse for everything and put them through hell should the need. And it will, because I know I'm Tom Davis, pre-divorce and wedding attorney. So call me and say, I take you, Tom, for better or worse, because I will make it better for you and worse for them. Aha! Uh -huh. So that's how the system works, that's huh? That's exactly how it works. Mm -hmm. Been through it myself. Well, morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, Bo. It's Wednesday, Yay. which means it's Ask a Stuff Day. Oh, we're going to learn so much today. We always do on we Wednesday. Do. Got some great calls oh, in yeah. this morning. Great calls on the Ask a Stuff hotline, 214-866-8600. Call at any time. We'll get to those. And a special guest, Mark Faber. Head guy at Texas Motor Speedway is going to stop by. Indeedy, he'll be here around 810. It's a big playoffs showdown weekend. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday. And this show is going to be out there on Sunday doing a little live broadcast. Hope there. you can stop by and see us if you can. Please do. Yeah, we'll be in the Turn 1 Terrace. If it's not on your schedule, we'll change your schedule. Yeah, stop exactly. By. Exactly. I'm can't promise that we'll have all kinds of food and drinks for you, but we'll take care of you there's, any way we can. There's definitely a bar there. Yes, oh, there, there is. is. Yeah. That's right. There is. I'll buy you a beer. No, it's too <laughs> no, early. No. Yeah. 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 And it's yeah, Sunday. And, and don't say that because everybody's going to come out and say, hey, you bought me, you said you <laughs> yeah, buy me a beer. You said you buy me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Here's my two friends. Yeah. Are you going to buy them beer? <laughs> First listener who walks up. How about that? There you go. Okay. Okay. 
she's on the hook now. I am on the hook now. Yeah, but only for one. Only for yeah. one. Because if we'd have kept this going, you might have spent all your life savings on people. You said you'd buy me beer. But that's not necessary now. No. So, let me tell you what we're celebrating today. I know one greatness. Which one? Pepperoni Pizza yeah, Day? Yeah. Baby. We I were talking that. about that first thing this morning, Randy and I. Because remember we were talking last week, or right before we went on vacation, that it was National Cheese Pizza Day. Yeah. Right, right. And I wasn't down with cheese pizza. I have to have at least one thing on it, and pepperoni is a good start. Does the trick for me. Yes, it does. Wait a minute. What, 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 what? It's National Fried Rice Day. Oh, greatness. I actually ate some this morning. I got some from Payway yesterday. So yeah. I right. had leftovers. So you had leftovers. So, so I, I ate it and didn't know I was celebrating a day, but now I am. And I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about this. Uh-oh. National String Cheese Day. Oh, I like string greatness. It's just, really? mo- it's just mozzarella. I know, but it it doesn't have that much flavor it's to it. It's a good snack. Oh, it is. You know, yeah. if you're hungry in the afternoon, Drink. you need a little yeah. snack. Have that with some almonds or some Yum. apples or yes. some or some fried rice or pepperoni <laughs> pizza. All right, okay. Now it's National Punch Day. Yes, tequila punch. Yeah, don't punch anybody. It's like Hawaiian punch. Yeah, it's like it's not really soda, it's not really juice, and not completely a cocktail. It's its own entity. It's so tasty. Remember the Hawaiian punch commercial? Oh, hey, man. how about a nice Hawaiian punch? I, sure. I used to really like that uh, Canada Dry Sparkling Punch. You ever had I that? I never had that, no. Oh, delicious. Canada Dry Sparkling Sparkling Punch. punch. You have piqued my interest, yeah, young man. Good. It's National School Backpack Awareness Day. Strives to make sure that students wear backpacks safely. Improper use can lead to back pain or injury. Why, in my day, we didn't have backpacks. And now all the backpacks are clear. If you, you have to, to have school. them clear. We had to carry a book satchel. <laughs> remember I remember book satchels. Oh, my gosh. You say satchel to someone. Well, I'm more damn yeah. satchel is. That sounds nasty. Mm-hmm. A satchel. <laughs> Keep your satchel to yourself. I better look that up. Cover up your satchel. I don't want to say that in front of Mama. <laughs> and it's... National Gibberish Day. Gibberish. Or as we call it, Wednesday. <laughs> so, let's get ready for a look at sports of all sorts. Then we got the Freakin' Fool file, which uh, includes an update oh. to a story we did. All right. Okay. There's now some video evidence of a story we did oh, really? on the Freakin' Fool file. I think we did it on Monday. Okay. So, we'll have that for you. And then, God knows what else. Because we do have Peter Gabriel tickets. It's 750. 750. Choose your news. Choose your news. There is a theme. I love it. It's, it's a Halloween thing. Oh, okay. yeah. I'll, I'll give you a You spilled yeah. the beans on that kind of yeah. It's a Halloween thing, but there's so many different kind of Halloween things. Yeah. Because Halloween is what? A, a, a month and four, a half away? 41 days away. I'm ready. I know Bo's counting. Hell yeah. He's, got, he's wearing the shirt. Look at that shirt. I got man. a Frankenstein That's shirt. That's a cool one, man. By the way, the, the monster's name is not Frankenstein. No. Oh, Frankenstein no. was the, the doctor. doctor. Right. Yes. This was Frankenstein's monster who said, fire bad. Does that glow in the dark? I don't think so. It looks like it does. But this does. Showtime. Well, most people do. So take a number. Dallas Fort Worth Classic Rock, Lone Star 925. Remember that was used for NBC Sunday Night Football? Yeah. By Carrie Underwood. Oh, that's Been right. waiting all day long. Yeah, right, right, right. 
Anyway, hey, it's time for sports of all sorts. And we start with a little bit of sports history. 50 years ago today, yes. Billie Jean King beat Bobby Riggs in the infamous Battle of the Sexes tennis match at the Houston Astrodome. A Look huge event, that. I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Home of the Astros, who we keep chasing here in baseball. That's right. The Texas Rangers are now just a half a game behind the first place Houston Astros in the AL West, with Houston losing last night and the Rangers winning a big one at the shed last night, 6-4 to four against the last-placed AL East Boston Red Sox. It was Nathan Uvalde's second time he faced his former team since the free agent signed with the Rangers in the offseason. The Rangers are uh, back to winning again. Adolis Garcia is back and gets it going in the Go. second with a shot over right center of the fence and RBI single for Marcus Simeon in the fifth. Made it 3-2 Boston. Leody Tavares with a huge hit. Another RBI single to take the lead in the bottom of the sixth. Tied up at the bottom of the seventh when Josh Young with another RBI single to take the lead. Man, I tell you what, small ball to the rescue, my Absolutely. friends. Dallas Garcia gets a homer and two RBIs. Jonah Heim went two for three with two RBIs. They'll try to take another one from the Red Sox this afternoon on Texas Chili Company Dollar Hot Dog Day. Mm. First pitch, 1.05 p.m. with the 8-8 eight and eight John Gray on the mound. And Bruce Bochy, the manager, yeah. he got tossed again, again? last night. <laughs> He's over there uh, arguing strikes He's and balls. fired up. I love it. Yeah, isn't it great? And it sure was nice seeing the Rangers back at full strength with Adolis Garcia and Josh Young back in the lineup. All right. Go oh, Rangers. Come on, man. And now let's hear it for the Dallas Wings. Oh, another For the first time since relocating to Dallas for the 2016 season, the Dallas Wings have won a playoff series to advance to the semifinals nice. of the WNBA playoffs. The Wings beat the Atlanta Dream last night 101-74. to Dallas now gets ready to face top-seeded Las Vegas Sunday in Nevada. By the way, the Dallas Wings became the first team in WNBA history to have seven double-digit scorers in a playoff game wow. with top scorer Arike Ogumbawelewa. I'm just totally massacring her name. Ogumbawelewa. Yeah, yeah I, I, that's why I avoid her name, <laughs> just because I can't say it. Arike O, let's call her. She scored 20 points last night. Wow. Uh, Tara McGowan had a double-double, 12 points and 16 rebounds. A way to go, Dallas Wings. Go it's, Wings. It's Ogumbawe. Yes. Ogumbawe. Uh, easy enough. I, yeah. I Thank guess. you, Bo. <laughs> Close enough. Ogan Bowie. Mm-hmm. The Dallas Cowboys flexed their muscles for the second straight game on Sunday afternoon with a 30 to 10 victory over the Jets. The Cowboys improved 2 and 0 on the season, and the team could not have asked for a much better performance from the defense while the offense played conservatively. The defense wrecked the Jets' offense with backup quarterback Zach Wilson on the helm. Star pass rusher Micah Parsons had two of the three sacks of Wilson on Sunday, leading the defense. Parsons has three sacks, seven tackles, and an incredible forced fumble on the year. Defensive coordinator Dan Quinn says Parsons is playing better than he ever had. Keep it up. Cowboys will hit the road this Sunday, where they open as 12.5-point favorites over the Arizona 12.5 points? 12.5 points. And look at this, Dallas Cowboys. 2-0 2-0 with McCarthy calling the play. Yep. Uh-huh. Look at there that. you go. There you go. An unnamed male fan attending Sunday's Raiders-Bills game found himself with a cut forehead. 
in a construction hall and covered in some rather smelly excrement. What? The story of how he got that way, according to authorities, goes like this. The fan jumped a construction fence on the west side of Highmark Stadium, home of the Buffalo Bills. He ended up falling a reported 30 to 40 feet. He also hid an on-site porta potty during his fall, which saw him covered in the excrement. (laughs) Cops say he was also under the influence of a combo of alcohol LSD, cocaine, and marijuana. He wasn't messing around for the dude looking for a party. I yeah. didn't know they sold that at the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have took, to go to the right section, though. Yeah. It yeah. took rescuers 20 minutes to get the guy out of the hole he was in, but there's no specific detail on how long he was down there prior to that. Can you imagine seeing him covered in excrement no. and going, who's going to go in there yeah. for him? Give me a hand. <laughs> I ain't touching you. You sit there and wait for the fireman with the ladder. I'm not going there. Officials in Massachusetts are in bed. Investigating after a 53-year-old fan who attended Sunday night's game between the New England Patriots and oh. Miami Dolphins died after what witnesses said was an altercation in the stands. Dan Mooney, a resident of Newmarket, New Hampshire, was rushed to a sturdy memorial hospital in Attleboro after he appeared to be in, quote, need of medical attention after an incident in the 300s tier of Gillette Stadium. Foxborough police and fire personnel responded to the area where Mooney was, but he was eventually pronounced dead at the hospital. Oh, man. Gillette Stadium officials said that they are working to assist law enforcement officials in their investigation. You think Wait. there's like video of it? Well, there is. Yeah, and there, I've but seen I don't. It, yeah, but I don't know if there's actual video of the punch. The blow well, there, or, there's, there's there's video of the fight, and then it cuts away, and then you see the guy. It's kind of blurred out. Yeah, but he's laying across the yeah. seats. Just and, dying. And then, and then everybody's really quiet. Yeah. Oh, I would That's be horrible. too. And anyone who watched Monday night's game between the Cleveland Browns and Pittsburgh Steelers was no doubt sickened by the sight of a significant injury to the left knee of running back Nick Chubb. <sighs> Have you seen it? I do not want to see it. Son, You're going to show it to I've me? I've got it on I my did. phone right here. I don't want to see that. Oh, no. You oh, cannot no. unsee it now. It's horrible. Oh. It's the same knee that Chubb injured in 2015 while playing at Georgia, where he tore his MCL, PCL, and LZL and had to have his knee reconstructed. It looks oh. like a cartoon oh, yeah. leg, right? Oh. Oh. The way see, it bends, it's horrible. Normally, I'm kind of all about the blood and guts kind of stuff. No. You want to see stuff like that. But I don't want to see that. You sure? I just still no, 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 because I got bad knees, man. It just gives me the willies. It, it looks like Gumby. You just oh, bend it. No. Oh, no. I'm Gumby, damn it. <laughs> I am Gumby, damn it, but I can't walk right now. Jordan Spieth missed out on the Ryder Cup scouting trip to Marco Simone outside Rome for good reason. His wife gave birth to their second child, Aww. a little girl named Sophie. Oh, that's so sweet. Born on September 12th, right after the U.S. team returned from Italy. The three-time major champion Spieth will make his fifth appearance in the Ryder Cup. He and his wife Annie have a son, Sammy, who was born November of 2021. Spieth brought Sammy out to the President's Cup last September, holding him up to a massive cheer on the first tee as the toddler was wearing headphones. That's cute now. Yeah, it is. And who doesn't like Japanese wrestling? Japan's DDT Pro Wrestling organized an event where these two wrestlers brawled on a packed bullet train in front of 75 passengers. Some of them didn't know what was oh, going on. Really? <laughs> Promoters said all 75 seats sold out within an hour, but there were a couple of people that just bought the seats and just, wow, this is pretty expensive. But it turned out there was a match. The fight pitted 
Minorsu Suzuki against Sashiro Takagi. So they were doing this while the bullet yes. train was flying down the it, rails? It was going 180 miles Damn. an hour it's between Tokyo and Nagoya on Monday. The fighters exchanged blows and performed daring maneuvers while onlookers recorded the rumble and took pictures from their seats. The people that didn't know what was going on eventually copped up to it and said, Oh, that's why the seats were a little more expensive. The DDT rented out the entire carriage for the match. The match lasted 30 minutes with Suzuki emerging victorious. The group is known for hosting bouts in unusual places with a bookshop and a campsite, the venues for previous fights. Wow. Bullet train. That'll do it. (laughs) There you go. And a New Zealand man who competed in a motorsports race three weeks before his 98th birthday was named the world's oldest competitive motorcycle racer by the Guinness Book of World Records. Leslie Harris competed earlier this year in the Pococo 43rd Annual Classic Motorcycle Festival in Auckland, New Zealand, along with his 64-year-old son, Rod, and 21-year-old granddaughter, Olivia. Amazingly, Harris finished fourth in the race Are you well, look at, that. at 98 years old. Wow. Go on, son. Go on. All right, get ready, because the freaking fool file is next on the Bow and Them Show. Dallas Horse Classic Rock, Lone Star 92.5, Stevie Ray Vaughan. That makes my fingers hurt just hearing him play that. Sure does. Coming up, our first round of oh, Ask a Stuff. Boy. But now it's time for the freaking Fool File. Okay, you remember the story we did on the freaking Fool File about the high school band director in Birmingham, Alabama, who was tasered by police yeah. after officials said his band refused to stop playing music at the end of a football game. Well, we have the police body cam video of it happening. We do. It's up on the Bow and Them page at LoneStar925.com. In case you want to see it for yourself. That occurred last Thursday night following a game between Jackson Olin High School and Minor High School at the Jackson Olin Field. Both bands were continuing to play as they were trying to clear the stadium after the game. Right. The Jackson Olin band stopped playing on request and started to leave. But the minor high school band did not and continued to play for at least 18 minutes after the game had ended. In fact, they started turning off the lights in the stadium. Body cam footage released by police shows minor's band director arguing with the cops, telling them to get out of my face before being tasered. And usually Mr. Taser will calm things down. Just just leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now they said it was because he was excited that the team had won. But still, when they ask you to leave, leave. leave. Yeah, that's what cops do. And when they turn off the lights, leave. (laughs) And when you don't do what the cops tell you, you know what happens, don't you? You get Mr. Taser. And Mr. Taser usually settles everything. Multiple pools near the South Jersey shore, including one at a Quality Inn motel, have been terrorized by a drone that flies over and drops neon green dial in a dye into the swimming pool oh, water. No. 45-year-old Patrick Spinner was arrested in Absecon, New Jersey, <laughs> after being behind the drone that has ruined many people's summers. Because these people go, oh, let's go swimming, But Danny. it ain't going to hurt you. Doesn't no, but they, but they see the green water and they go, eh, I'm not swimming in that. Think about it. You and your family check into a motel and the green water kind of ruins yeah. it. Police have been working with the FAA, spotted the drone flying, tracking it to Spinner's office at the Comfort Solutions Heating and Cooling Company. He was booked on multiple charges of criminal mischief and has been released with an upcoming court proceeding. That is kind of funny. He may also face fines of more than $30,000 and will likely have his drone certification Mm. taken away. The thing is, 
He didn't have any beef with any of the motels. He was just being a prick for fun. He just wanted to do it. He just wanted to. <laughs> I thought it'd be fun. Well, you're in trouble now. Yeah, Aww. now you're out $30,000, dude. Yeah, I'm right. A group of three friends tried to check into their Nashville hotel recently after a night of partying, but there were not any employees in sight. Oh. After searching for someone to help them at the hotel, they did what any post-partying buddies would do. They started running the hotel themselves. <laughs> they answered the phones, greeted customers, even set up the breakfast buffet. <laughs> Police showed up and told them to keep at it since the manager was out of town and the person that was supposed to be running the hotel oh. was a no-show. Uh-huh. The manager from another hotel in the chain showed up, thanked them ro- profusely, and then gave them keys to a room for free. Way to go. Of course, when they got there, they found a naked woman inside because it was the wrong room. They wound up staying at a Holiday Inn nearby instead. And you thought you had a fun night out with the guys. Yeah, Yeah. maybe the woman was on there in purpose. Yeah. A a little extra perk there. A little poke (laughs) perk here for you. Jeremy and Sari Turner of Ocala, Florida, are parents with an incredible sense of timing. On September 3rd, they welcomed a new baby into the world. And it was their third baby born on September 3rd over the past four years. Oh, wow. The baby's older sister, Jasmine, was first born on September 3rd, 2020. A year later, Jessica born on September 3rd. And this year, baby Juliet arrived again on September 3rd. Damn. Jeremy and Sari are thrilled to have three healthy girls. And the medical staff had fun on the day of delivery as nobody had ever seen a coincidence like this before. Things are a bit hectic on the day of the birth, of course, while Sari was still in the hospital. Jeremy stepped away for a bit to celebrate his older daughter's birthday back at home. After gifts and balloons and cake with Jasmine and Jessica, Jeremy went back to the hospital to enjoy time with Juliet. And their doctors are positive that they... uh, They've never seen these coincidences like this before. All on September 3rd. Huh? What's good is that they're going to save money because they only have to have one, one party. <laughs> one party for all three. All and they're not even you. triplets. No, no, no. Oh, man. Uh, Kristen Drysdale is a journalist in Australia, speaking of babies, who has just welcomed a new baby into the world. There's an issue, though. She decided <laughs> that the perfect name for her bouncing baby boy is Methamphetamine Rules. No. Or they just call him Meth for short. That's horrible. I'm not making this up. Oh, man. It seems that the name slipped through the cracks at the registry of births where offensive terms are supposed to be prohibited. Right. The registrar now says they've strengthened their system, but it does lead to the question of why someone would want to name their baby methamphetamine rules, unless they were meth heads. Drysdale says she was researching for a story where they answer the burning questions from their viewers, and one was, what can I legally name my baby? Since she wasn't getting a clear answer from the media team of the government, she took matters into her own hands and with her husband, Tried to think of the most outrageous name to give the kid that would not be accepted. And they landed on that? Yes. It turns out the name was accepted very quickly and showed up on the birth certificate weeks later. So she just wanted to be internet famous. Yeah. And now she's going, well, I don't want that kid. To go. I'm going to change his name back. You can't just change it back. Wow. You got to pay a big fine and you got to wait for almost six months. Wow. 
You thought you'd be funny. No. Actually, you were. <laughs> Can you imagine a kid walking around with the name Meth Drysdale? Meth, Meth, Dry- Drysdale. Meth Rules Drysdale. Meth Rules yes. Drysdale. Rules is the metal, Meth- middle name. <laughs> There's meth and Beth. Wow. That's, that's what there is. <laughs> All right, our first round of Ask Us Stuff coming up here for you. And we have another edition of Get the Lead Out. It happens tonight, so if you're a Led Zeppelin fan, make plans tonight to tune in at 9. We do it every weeknight at 9. It's a deep dive into a block of the mighty Led Zeppelin. Deep cuts, live cuts, and everything that made Zeppelin famous. Get the Lead Out weeknights at 9 on Dallas-Fort Worth's Classic Rock. Lone Star 92.5. <laughs> Dallas Horse Classic Rock Lone Star 92.5, the immigrant song. Just be careful of those boys in the Rio Grande. That's it. All right. Today is Ask Us Stuff Day, where you can ask us any question you want to. If it's a legitimate question, we will take the time to find out the answer for you. Now we have the Ask Us Stuff hotline, 214-866-8600. Here's what we found. You ready? Let's do it. Here we go with the first question. I think I've got this one. Oh, Randy. Anna, love your show. This is Lyman, your cross-country truck driver. What is the largest county in Texas, and what is the largest county in the United States? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a blessed day. Well, you're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. <laughs> Got the answer. Brewster County is the largest county by area in Texas at 6,192 square miles. It is over three times the size of the state of Delaware and more than 500 square miles bigger than Connecticut. I don't know why they're comparing it that way, but they are. Uh, As of the last census, the population was 9,546 people. The largest county in America, want to take a guess? San Bernardino County in California at 20,000.52.5 square miles. Approximately 2.2 million people live there. That's quite a lot more than 6,190. Yeah. yeah. Over Brewster County is, uh, is home to Big Bend National Park. Yeah. Is it now? Yeah. And also Beautiful a lot of Beautiful area if you like the desert. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> All right. And here's another one. Those fast-talking radio guys that usually do disclaimers. Yeah. Is there a name for their job? And who has the world record record for fastest talker? Thanks. Well, they're just called voiceover guys, right? Yeah. yeah. And the fastest guy used to be John Machida. Who, yes. Who did the uh, toy commercials? Remember? This is the Micro Machine Man presenting the most midget miniature motorcade of Micro Machine. This one has dramatic details, terrific trim, precision paint jobs, plus incredible Micro Machine pocket place that says a police station, fire station, restaurant, service station, and more. Perfect pocket portables to take any place. And there are many miniature playsets to play with, and each one comes with its own special edition Micro yeah. Machine vehicle and fun, fantastic features that miraculously move. So on and so forth. <laughs> and that was natural. That wasn't sped up or anything. No, 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 no. no, no. But he, he was, has lost the title. Yes, he held it for a number of years at 583 words per minute. But in 1990, British car salesman Steve Woodmore blew him out of the water with 637 <laughs> words per minute. Damn. But Moshita says he wasn't fast talking. He was babbling that you couldn't understand what he was saying. So he challenged Woodmore to a talk-off. Woodmore won. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're just going to mumble, you know. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't count. This, so this rapper guy that said he had the world record for fastest talking. 
and it was just mumbling. Yeah. Well, we don't know what you're saying. Right. Yeah. You can just go, <laughs> and I got you beat. Now, what happens when someone beats you? Do you have to give up your Guinness Book of World Records certificate? Uh, you would think so. No, you, you have, have to, to bow to their tongue yeah, in re- celebration. Re- relinquish. Yes. Yeah, relinquish. Relinquish the title. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. This is Jeff. Hot Hands Denny, the best blues keyboardist in Texas. Go! My question is, who was the original singer for ACDC? Let me know, and I appreciate it. Here's a little hint. The guy also sang on a couple of albums for collaborations with John Nitzinger from Fort Worth. Okay, now, first of all, let me clear something up. This is not Stump the Chunk. It sounds like he's got the answer. If he knows you the answer. know the answer and you're trying to challenge us, if we know the answer, we probably don't. That's why we look it up. Right. But Dave Evans was the singer, the original singer from ACDC. Right. And there was a guy that was going around town to all the clubs getting in free claiming he was Dave Edmonds, the original lead singer of ACDC. Because who knows what that guy looks like I know. Now, dude, isn't wasn't there about 15 or so years ago when we first started coming around, they, this guy tried to come be on the show? Yes, he wanted Dave, to come on the show. Dave, Dave Evans, Evans the fake like, Dave Evans? No, the real Dave the Evans. Real the real Dave, Dave Evans. Because okay. he was doing a concert. He was doing something around here, but we didn't know who he was. Yeah. And at, hadn't really heard about him. At the time, I didn't know a guy named Dave Evans. Was the first... Yeah. I thought Dale Evans from Roy Rogers and Dale Evans was the original singer of ACDC. Where's Trigger? Yeah, but I was wrong. Okay, here's a sports question, and I think Annabelle actually has this answer. Oh, let's hear it. All right? Yes, my question here is, when did they start allowing the base runners in baseball go to the next base whenever the catcher fumbles the baseball? When did that start? I was just curious. And by the way, go Rangers. <laughs> go Rangers. By the way, they didn't just you don't just get to take your base. No. You are allowed to run. What is the it's actual It's called rule? the three strike rule and it started in nineteen forty five, three balls being struck at and missed. But if the ball is missed by the catcher, then the striker can run to the base. It's called the missed third strike rule. Uh huh. Started in nineteen forty five. But conversely they can be thrown out too. Well, yeah, the, yeah. The guy can tag him. Or, can, in fact, yes. if the ball gets away from the catcher, guy's got an easy yeah. trot to first. Right. Then. But, you know, the catcher can throw him. How up. long they been doing that? 1945. 1945. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's one. Oh, I was just wondering when the first tube of toothpaste came out <laughs> and what did people use before that to <laughs> brush their teeth with? That's it. Thank they you. brush their teeth with sand. No, no I, I just made Baking that Baking soda, I believe. But yeah. the first tube of toothpaste was invented by Dr. Lucius Sheffield. He introduced his creme dentifrice toothpaste in a tube back in 1886. Not a very good name for a tube of toothpaste, but I guess they didn't have... What, what, was, the, know, what was the name of it? Creme dentifrice. Crammed, cram it in your mouth <laughs> and brush around. <laughs> and your dentifrice will be happy. Yeah. <laughs> I just like playing this ZZ Top song, so I go, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you very much. You beautiful. Hey! <laughs> yes, it is Ask Us Stuff Day today. And uh, we got a couple of Ask Us Stuff questions to go here. And we got Peter Gabriel tickets in about 30 minutes to give and away. You'll play Choose Your News. Yeah, with a theme. There is a theme. It's a Halloween theme. It's yeah. our first Halloween theme one here. Meanwhile, let's go back 
and see what is on the troubled minds of the youth of Dallas-Fort Worth. How's it going, everybody? My question is, who came up with the word insane? Thank you. Y'all have a great day. I thought it was Cypress Hill. Yeah. No. Insane in the brain. Insane in the brain. Actually, the first use of the word insane was in the 1550s. It comes from the Latin word insanus, which means mad of unsound mind. In means not in Latin, and sanus means well or healthy. So not well, well not healthy. Ah. Uh. From the 1500s? Yeah. Wow. And they just said, let's just call them crazy. (laughs) I like that better. I like that better. All right, moving on. Hi, y'all. This is Francis. I have a question. Now, I am not a beer drinker, but if you have beer in the refrigerator and it's sealed, how long will it stay good for? Hmm. Just wondering. Thank you. Bye-bye. She was asking for a friend, I guess. Right. (laughs) Well, now, let me just start from the beginning. Leaving unopened beer at room temperature will ensure it's at its best for four to six months on average. After that, the quality will begin to go down. Yes. Now, for refrigerated beers stored unopened, you have six to eight months of peak taste to take advantage of before the quality begins to slowly decrease. And it's nasty if you ever... Open up a beer that's been in there 10 months. Oh, yeah. That happened to me before. It gets bitter. It gets... It, it's flat, I, isn't it, it? It was not just flat. No, there's something... Something happens to it that yeah. turns very... It's bad hot. Acidic or something. It just... It, it made me almost and barf. why were you drinking well, cause old I was, beer? I was at my son's house and he had a beer in the back of the refrigerator. That had and been you, there for years. the only years. one. And you thought, I bet this one's still good. <laughs> Let me try. Yeah. yeah. Not good. You're rummaging hey, around so asked, like a raccoon. So I asked him, I go, how long has that been in there? He goes, oh, I think about a year. <laughs> Who leaves a beer in a, for a year in your refrigerator? Well, it's good for six months. Yeah. Yeah, six okay. to eight months yeah. in the refrigerator. So you just miss the window. Don't go a, a day after that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. Ooh, here's a rock and roll question. Hey, what's up, Bo? What's up, Anna? Paul and Randy. What are they? Hey, this is easy from Oak Cliff, Texas. Hey, whatever happened to Max Webster? I remember he had that one song, and uh, I ain't never really heard nothing from him ever again. So, you consider him a one-hit wonder? I coop. I'll be waiting on your answer later. Well, actually, Max Webster is the name of a band and not the name of a person. He's not talking about that little fella or that TV show with Alex Karras? Webster, no. No, no. Bullfeller with the big ears? No, 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 no. Max Webster was the name of a band and not a person. They formed in 1973. Oh, wow. The band was relatively successful in Canada with several best-selling albums. They had uh, some minor success in the U.K. before breaking up in 1981. However, it became a hit over here, and I remember playing it uh, my first year at Q102. Really? In 82. They've considered to be a one-hit wonder in America because the only song of theirs that charted was Battle Scar from their 1980 album Universal Juveniles. The song featured Getty Lee of Rush on background vocals. Really? The band's founder, Kim Mitchell, subsequently enjoyed a long and successful solo career in his native Canada. That's what he came from there? Remember the song, Might As Well Go For A Soda? Soda, yeah. That was Kim Mitchell. Why I did not know that. And he came from the band Max Webster. Where did you go? Now, let me just uh, also preface that by saying One Hit Wonder Day is a week from tomorrow on this show. 
and we'll be playing Max Webster and Saga and all those one-hit wonders you've come to love. Like that's coming up on the Bo and Them Show. Which coincidentally was the summer of my first 69. Oh, boy. That's all I'm going to say about that. Thanks for sharing, Bo. <laughs> well, it's just, you know, how the universe kind of works itself around wow. and makes things work itself. Right. That's not a way of really putting it, no. but that's, that's the way it is. Okay, coming up, we're going to play Choose Your News for Peter Gabriel tickets. All right. But now it's time for the educational part of the show. It's time for Did, did you, you Know? know? Here's a couple of sports did you know. Okay. Macon, Georgia. Did you know once had a hockey team called the Macon Whoopie? Ah, Macon Whoopie. In fact, three teams were all called the Macon Whoopie and spelled in some other way. They failed to succeed in Macon. So in 2001, the franchise moved to Lexington, Kentucky, where they became the Lexington Men of War. Yeah, I like making whooping better. Yeah, I do too. Look at their logo with a little, was that a duck or something? <laughs> like, like a storker. Yeah. That's not what I think of when I think of making whooping. <laughs> of course, then again, what are you going to put on the logo? According to the American Journal of Sports Medicine, the sport with the highest death rate per participant is, want to guess? Not a, um Tennis. Pole vaulting. Oh, wow, yeah. The younger the vaulter, the higher the risk. And most injuries occur when some or all of an athlete's body lands off the landing pad and onto the ground. They break their neck. That could hurt really, really bad. Did you know Marie Curie, remember, she researched in radium. radium. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, her notebooks ended up so radioactive that a library couldn't even display them until the 1990s. Oh, wow. The notebooks were so radioactive, in fact, that they had to undergo two years of decontamination before they could even be handled. Wow. Even today, her former lab in Paris is still considered radioactive and dangerous to be in. Yeah. How do you deactivate it? You just let it burn itself out, I guess. Oh, wow. Did you know, despite being one of the top ten richest men in the world, IKEA founder Ingvar Kamprad lived in a small house... Ate at Ikea, I guess he liked the meatballs, and rode on the bus. In fact, he was once denied entry to a gala in his honor because he arrived on a bus. (laughs) They thought, you can't be this guy. What are you doing arriving on a bus? Bless his heart. How cute is he? He also only flew economy class and was buying clothes at flea market. He passed away at the age of 91, and nobody knew how rich he actually was. And I wonder if he bought his coffin at Ikea. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Talk about living history books. As of this date, there was just one person living who was born in the 1800s. Oh, really? Her name was Emma Morano, who was born November 29th, 1899. She passed away two Aprils ago. But she got a remarkable class of folks still living who still have an impressive number of birthdays on their credit. But at the top, the oldest person in the world to be verified is Nambi Tamja of Japan. 117 years old. Wow. She's the oldest verified Japanese oh. and Asian person Bless that ever lived. Heart. Bless Crazy. her heart. I'm tired right now. I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. 17. Did you know Ingrid Bergman, George Washington Carver, William Shakespeare, and President Franklin Delano Roosevelt all died on their birthday? Oh, wow. Aww. Yeah. Hey, your birthday's coming up. Shut up. <laughs> I don't want the last to hear. Did you know... and. This is something that I've heard is true, too. What? 
During the first season of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Will Smith not only memorized his own lines, but he memorized the lines of everyone in the he cast. Did. He's a professional. If you rewatch the first year, you can sometimes catch him limp-seeking yep. other characters' lines he while did. they're talking. That's the first thing that I, when I first watched it, that's what I noticed. I did was like, notice why is he mouthing their words while they're saying their lines? I guess he wanted to make sure they get it right. Yeah. Would he have said something or just slapped them if they got it right? <laughs> Did you know when the late Queen Elizabeth visited the set of Game of Thrones, she refused to sit on the Iron Throne even though they offered her to sit there? There's a reason. Why? She is not allowed to sit on any foreign throne in another country. Oh, wow. Wow, there's rules about that? Stay yeah. true. Well, she broke the rule now. She did. <laughs> did you know... Do you like kale? Yes. Yeah. I, I can't get into kale. It has 1,180% of the daily recommended value of vitamin K, which is named after the German word coagulation, ah, which means blood, blood clotting, because it plays an important role in the regulation of blood clotting. You know, people who have heart conditions yes. are not supposed to have, like, too much spinach or kale because of that. Aha! Look at that. Did you know... The microwave oven was invented by accident when an engineer named Percy Spencer walked by a radar set with a candy bar in his pocket and the candy bar melted. I thought it was Mr. Westinghouse. No, no. <laughs> the first food cooked by a microwave on purpose was... I don't know. Popcorn. popcorn. <laughs> what else do oh. you use it for, huh? <laughs> there you go. And now you're that much smarter. Not me. Get ready, because we're about to play Choose Your News for Peter Gabriel tickets on the Bow and Them Show. Did he say he just peed in the river? I think he did. No, he did not. Oh, Yes, he did. Everybody pees in the Trinity. (laughs) You know what you're supposed to do when you pee in a river or lake, right? What's that? You're supposed to do two thumbs up (laughs) so people know what you're doing. (laughs) That's what my big brothers taught me when I was little. Well... So I was the only one in the ocean or in the lake that looked like an idiot. So so if you're peeing in the river, you hold two thumbs up. Yeah, I think your brothers were jacking with yes, you. I now, so. what happens if if you're not as accurate when your hands are in the air? Uh, hey, we got stuff Never mind. Yes, we're, we're doing this wrong. Okay. We have got tickets to go see Peter Gabriel, who you just heard. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do to win is... Choose your news. And I told you, I do have a theme. Oh, boy. First of all, let me explain how it wakes. I have four headlines here. Three of them are actual headlines from past issues of the great publication, The Weekly World News, one I just made up. Okay. And I told you there was a theme. It's our first Halloween theme one. It's not vampires. It's vampire hunters. Vampire Hunters is the theme. Now, the fake headline is it? Headline number one. Modern day Van Helsing. Vampire Hunter celebrates a milestone. I just killed my 500th Nosferatu. (laughs) Known as the king of undead killers, Indiana Man has spent the last 22 years tracking down vampires and killing them once and for all. I always carry 10 wooden stakes and some holy water with me at all times in case I see one of those bastards, says the man known as Wake'em and Stake'em Jake. (laughs) 
He's paid a lot for his services, as you can well imagine. Or is it headline number two? Van Helsing, he ain't. Meet the world's worst vampire hunters. In 14 years, he's failed to stake and kill a single bloodsucker. He's a total buffoon. When he's on their trail, the undead can sleep soundly, says another fellow vampire hunter. He once drove a stake into a sack of potatoes. He once filled a super soaker with tap water instead of holy water. He once emptied a revolver of silver bullets into the chest of a bloodsucker, not realizing that only works on werewolves. (laughs) Or is it headline number three? World's most famous vampire hunter is killed by one, and now he's joined the ranks of the undead. He has been slain by one of the loathsome creatures he spent two decades stalking, says one of his saddened colleagues, who may now have to stick a stake through one of his best friend's heart. Known as the world's most respected vampire slayers, he's since handily killed hundreds with a crossbow and a handful of sharpened stakes. Whatever it takes to get it done. (laughs) Or is it headline number four? World's youngest vampire hunter is just eight years old, but he's already sent two dozen bloodsuckers to hell. He uses his innocent appearance to lure them into a sense of false security. Sometimes he tells them he's doing a school project on vampires. Vampires then, he kills them, says respected Romanian journalist. When he was four years old, his whole village, including his parents, were wiped out by vampires. That's why he does what he does. So he's a man on a boy on a mission. A boy on a mission. So, one of those is fake. But which one is it? Is it number one? Modern day Van Helsing? Vampire Hunter celebrates a milestone. I just killed my 500th Nosferatu. Number two, Van Helsing, he ain't. Meet the world's worst vampire hunter. In 14 years, he's failed to stake and kill a single bloodsucker. Number three, the world's most famous vampire hunter is killed by one, and now he's joined the ranks of the undead. Or number four, world's youngest vampire hunter is just eight years old, but he's already sent two dozen bloodsuckers to hell. All right. They're all so good. I know. they all good, but one of them is a damn lie. Okay, Which one is it? Can I go first? Yeah, you yeah go, go ahead. Okay, Bo, is this it? that it? Randy actually got it what? this time. You actually got it this time. Did you look? Did you look? I did, and that's exactly what I was going to pick. Uh-huh. Oh, sure you did. Well, that it means was. I'm doomed. You are. I am doomed to the fires of hell. <laughs> so, 214 or 817-787-1925. Watch. Watch me get them now. Watch. Just because I said that. <laughs> Bo and them show. Which one is the fake headline? Number three. Number three, that would be world's most famous vampire hunter is killed by one, and now he's joined the ranks of the undead. No! No! That's the real one. That's the real one. I kind of thought that one would get you, but you two are just too smart for me. I guess, I guess. So it's not number three. Bo and them show, tell me which one is the fake headline. Number three. No, uh, somebody already picked number three. Pick another one. I'm going to give you another chance. Uh, number two. Number two. Van Helsing, yeah. he ain't. Meet the world's worst vampire hunter in 14 years. He's failed to stake and kill a single bloodsucker. No! no! Sorry, darling. That is a uh, real headline. I did like that one. That one was funny. <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? Okay, so now, down to the last two. The fake headline, is it headline number one? 
modern day Van Helsing, or headline number four, world's youngest vampire hunter. <clears throat> let's see, let's see. Come on, I have a chance. I have a chance. Bo and them show. Oh, Bo and them show. Which one is the fake headline? I'm gonna go with number one. Modern day Van Helsing vampire hunter celebrates a milestone killed in the 500 mils. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got you, Robert. <laughs> I, I love got the Wake'em and Stake'em Jake. Yeah, the Wake'em and Stake'em. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got me. Who is this? Bo, I'm not eligible right now. I just oh, have to Oh, you're right. You're not yeah. eligible. Well, oh. I'll just, uh, thanks for doing that. I'll just give it to the next person. Who is it? Who that is works. it? All right, hold on here. Bo and them show, who is this? Who, who, who is this? He got, he's at number, okay. Who is this? Rod. I'd move on. Okay. Uh, Boy, them show. Who is this? This is Judy. Judy, on, you just Judy. won. You just won because the guy that won is ineligible. He know. Well, why did you even play the game? I know. Though? He just Gee. wanted to stump you. Well, Judy got the tickets to Peter Way Gabriel. To go, Hold on. We'll hook you up, okay? Thank you. Way to go, Judy. Judy didn't even have to guess, but there she is right there. Hey, Peter, Gabriel's show at the American Airlines Center October 19th. Not the only great show coming to town. In fact, this coming Sunday at the Majestic in Dallas and Wilson in concert. Want to know who else is headed our way? Well, you can get concert info on demand anytime at LoneStar925.com. While you're there, grab the iHeartRadio app. Take us with you wherever you go. And check out the Bow and Them page. Everything classic rock at LoneStar925.com. Did he say he just peed in the river? I think no. he did. No, he did not. Oh, he yes, didn't? he did. Everybody pees in the Trinity. <laughs> you know what you're supposed to do when you pee in a river? Or oh lake, yeah. Right. What's that? You're supposed to do two thumbs up, <laughs> so people know what you're doing. <laughs> That's what my big brothers taught me when I was little. <laughs> well. So I was the only one in the ocean or in the lake that looked like an idiot. So, <laughs> so if you're peeing in the river, you hold two thumbs up. <laughs> Yeah, I think your brothers were jacking with <laughs> yes, you. Now, so. what happens if if you're not as accurate when your hands are in the air? Uh, hey, we got stuff. Never to give mind. Away. Yes, we're, we're doing this wrong. Okay, we have got tickets to go see Peter Gabriel, who you just heard, mm-hmm. and all you have to do to win is choose Here's your news. And I told you, I do have a theme. Oh boy. First of all, let me explain how it wakes. I have four headlines here. Three of them are actual headlines from past issues of the great publication, The Weekly World News, one I just made up. Okay. And I told you there was a theme. It's our first Halloween theme one. It's not vampires. It's vampire hunters. Ooh. Ooh. Vampire hunters is the theme. Now, the fake headline is it headline number one. Modern day Van Helsing. Vampire hunter celebrates a milestone. I just killed my 500th Nosferatu. <laughs> Known as the king of undead killers, Indiana Man has spent the last 22 years tracking down vampires and killing them once and for all. I always carry 10 wooden stakes and some holy water with me at all times in case I see <laughs> one of those bastards, says the man known as Wake'em and Stake'em Jake. <laughs> He's paid a lot for his services, as you can well imagine. Or is it headline number two? Van Helsing, he ain't. Meet the world's worst vampire hunters. In 14 years, he's failed to stake and kill a single bloodsucker. He's a total buffoon when he's 
on their trail, the undead can sleep soundly, says another fellow vampire hunter. He once drove a stake into a sack of potatoes. He once filled a super soaker with tap water instead of holy water. He once emptied a revolver of silver bullets into the chest of a bloodsucker, not realizing that only works on werewolves. (laughs) Or is it headline number three? World's most famous vampire hunter is killed by one, and now he's joined the ranks of the undead. He has been slain by one of the loathsome creatures he spent two decades stalking, says one of his saddened colleagues, who may now have to stick a stake through one of his best friend's heart. Known as the world's most respected vampire slayers, he's since handily killed hundreds with a crossbow and a handful of sharpened stakes. Whatever it takes to get it done. (laughs) Or is it headline number four? World's youngest vampire hunter is just eight years old, but he's already sent two dozen bloodsuckers to hell. He uses his innocent appearance to lure them into a sense of false security. Sometimes he tells them he's doing a school project on vampires. Vampires then, he kills them, says respected Romanian journalist. When he was four years old, his whole village, including his parents, were wiped out by vampires. That's why he does what he does. So he's a man on a boy on a mission. A boy on a mission. So, one of those is fake. But which one is it? Is it number one? Modern day Van Helsing? Vampire Hunter celebrates a milestone. I just killed my 500th Nosferatu. Number two, Van Helsing he ain't. Meet the world's worst vampire hunter. In 14 years, he's failed to stake and kill a single bloodsucker. Number three, the world's most famous vampire hunter is killed by one, and now he's joined the ranks of the undead. Or number four, world's youngest vampire hunter is just eight years old, but he's already sent two dozen bloodsuckers to hell. All right. They're all so good. I know. they all good, but one of them is a damn lie. Okay, Which one is it? Can I go first? Yeah, you yeah can go, go ahead. Okay, Bo, is this it? that it? Randy actually got it what? this time. You actually got it this time. Did you look? Did you look? I did, and that's exactly what I was going to pick. Uh-huh. Oh, sure you did. Well, that it means was. I'm doomed. You are. I am doomed to the fires of hell. <laughs> so, 214 or 817-787-1925. Watch. Watch me get them now. Watch. Just because I said that. <laughs> Bo and them show. Which one is the fake headline? Number three. Number three, that would be world's most famous vampire hunter is killed by one, and now he's joined the ranks of the undead. No! No! That's the real one. That's the real one. I kind of thought that one would get you, but you two are just too smart for me. I guess, I guess. So it's not number three. Bo and them show, tell me which one is the fake headline. Number three. No, uh, somebody already picked number three. Pick another one. I'm going to give you another chance. Uh, number two. Number two. Van Helsing, yeah. he ain't. Meet the world's worst vampire hunter in 14 years. He's failed to stake and kill a single bloodsucker. No! no! Sorry, darling. That is a uh, real headline. I did like that one. That one was funny. <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? Okay, so now, down to the last two. The fake headline, is it headline number one, modern day Van Helsing, or headline number four, world's youngest vampire hunter? Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Come on. I have a chance. I have a chance. Bo and them show. Uh-oh. Bo and them show. Which one is the fake headline? I'm going to go with number one. 
Modern-day Van Helsing vampire hunter celebrates a milestone killed in the 500th milestone. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got you, Robert. <laughs> I, I love got the wake-em and stake-em, Jake. Yeah, <laughs> wake-em and stake-em. <laughs> All right, you got me. Who is this? Bo, I'm not eligible right now. I just oh, had to Oh, you're right. You're not yeah. eligible. Well, oh. I'll just, uh, thanks for doing that. I'll just give it to the next person. Who is it? Who that is works. it? All right, hold on here. Bo and them show, who is this? Who, who, who is this? He got, he's at number, okay. Who is this? Right. I'd move on. Okay. Uh, on. Boy, them show. Who is this? This is Judy. Judy, on, you just Judy. won. You just won because the guy that won is ineligible. He know. Well, why did you even play the game? I know. Though? He just Judy. wanted to stump you. Well, Judy's got the tickets to Peter Way Gabriel. To go, Hold on. We'll hook you up, okay? Thank you. Way to go, Judy. Judy didn't even have to guess, but there she is right there. Hey, Peter, Gabriel's show at the American Airlines Center October 19th. Not the only great show coming to town. In fact, this coming Sunday at the Majestic in Dallas and Wilson in concert. Want to know who else is headed our way? Well, you can get concert info on demand anytime at LoneStar925.com. While you're there, grab the iHeartRadio app. Take us with you wherever you go. And check out the Bow and Them page. Everything classic rock at LoneStar925.com. Listen, could we get past Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas before we jump right to New Year's Day, please? Why? Why should we when there's already Christmas decorations up everywhere? Oh, my God. Lord, help us all. You know, it's big race weekend at Texas Motor Speedway. Yeah, the NASCAR playoffs are in town Saturday and Sunday. And here he is, live and in living color, the Senior Vice President and General Manager of Texas Motor Speedway, Mr. Mark Faber. Hey, hey, hey. Mark, how you doing? How you doing? Good morning, Bo and them. How are you? We're good. Uh, by the way, how'd you like the Foreigner and Loverboy show we saw you at? That was great, wasn't it? And, yeah. And uh, we took our family, so Holly and I took our kids, Megan and Drew. You got to, we, you yeah. got to meet them. Oh, yeah, yeah. We met them. So uh, it was pretty cool to be able to do that and go through that meet and greet and see them. And, you know, they're just iconic. I mean, yeah. I, I, we all grew mm-hmm. up on Foreigner. But see, there's people great. that are saying, well, it's just a cover band now because Mick Jones isn't. Well, it doesn't matter. That's Kelly Hansen's band. He does a yeah. great job, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, Kelly Hansen's great. We were talking, you know, we saw him out in Vegas when we lived there. Yeah. Mick did play that show. Yeah. Um, and it's just tremendous. They're just a great band. So yeah. we went down to see them. Well, now, all that's going on at Texas Motor Speedway this weekend for the big playoff races, what have you got planned? What's going on? We have so much going on, and we were talking about it. We had a spectacular storm out in our area last night with the lightning and the rain. It was just, hey, let's check on our campers. Let's check on what's going on with our operations. We've had campers there since Saturday. Wow. On the outside of the Geico campgrounds right there. You know, when you pull into the speedway and then this morning, our infield campers start rolling in. So the grounds are OK. I talked to our VP of ops on the way down here and knock on wood, everything's OK. But then we start rolling into a bunch of events. So tomorrow we have the Labonte Brothers clay shoot at Circle T Ranch benefiting Speedway Children's oh, Charity. Oh, yeah. The Labonte Boys. The Labonte Boys are out there. So we have that tomorrow. And then Friday, we have Geared for Greatness at the Hotel Drover in Fort Worth, which is another Speedway Children's Charities event featuring Sage Steele and then Caroline Blaze Jensen, who is retired Air Force pilot and was a member of the Thunderbirds. Oh, really? And so she is awesome. They're both awesome. So we have that event benefiting the, the charity on Friday. And then we roll into all the great events for the Xfinity and the Cup races 
on Saturday. We've got Andy's Frozen Custard 300 on uh, Xfinity Race on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then we have the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 400 on Sunday. That's the Cup Series, of, the big boys. That's the big boys. That's the round of 12. The round of 12 because we just had an elimination race last week at Bristol. We did, yeah. and um, it's going to be pretty intense, we think. It it's going to sure be pretty is. intense, and the weather forecast looks great. Nice. You know, a lot of people say, man, I would love to fly in one of those Thunderbird jets. Well, if you do, just keep in mind that they're going to try and make you puke. Yeah, that's their <laughs> And they're goal. usually successful. <laughs> yes, that's their big That's goal. a big laugh. They go, hey, we got another one. <laughs> well, we, we, got some, we got some great flyovers. We, oh, want, yeah. we want the fans to be coming out flyovers. So Fort Cavazos, formerly Fort Hood, has flyover on Saturday. Oh, so we're awesome. going to have uh, three helicopters, up to three helicopters, oh. um, including Blackhawks coming out on Saturday, which is going to be pretty cool. And then the Air Force is providing us with the Big Daddy on Sunday, which oh. is a C five. Yeah, and so that's a Big Daddy. It too. is a big one. So we're going to have that, and we could have at least one, maybe two flyovers each day with those. That equipment. So we're pretty fired up. Do you have a a favorite uh, that you're looking at uh, seeing race on Sunday? You know, uh, I've I've been doing this all week, and people have been asking me that. And you know I can't, uh, obviously. You can't pick favorites. You can't pick favorites. favorites. But uh, a couple people that have been, you know, hot. uh, And, of course, we've got Chris Busher, local town boy from Prosper, Texas. So, obviously, we always root for, you know, the local, local hometown Uh, William Byron was in a couple of weeks ago to do a cross promotion with PBR, Professional Bull Riders, yeah. and us uh, down at the Cowtown Coliseum. And he's just such a nice guy. I mean, he's he's really a nice guy. And he really he, what he coined, which I thought was great, is they go, do you know anything about bull riding? He goes, no. But he goes, you know what? I'm an electronic bull driving around the track. I go, I'm going to take that, William, yeah. because that's pretty cool. You know, electronic bulls. So. Except you can control that bull better than a real bull. <laughs> that's right. You that's know? right. So, but if somebody cuts you off, you can fall off that bull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got we got those two. Kevin Harvick is retiring. Yeah. Uh, number four, and so he's out though of the Big Twelve. He's out, and so we're th- actually throwing him a, a, a Harvick Happy Hour. because he used to be Friday. called Happy Harvick. I yeah. mean, Happy that's Harvick. Kind of, yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, late Friday afternoon Where's at the that? Speedway Club. Oh, very nice. So we're going to do that late Friday afternoon, and so that's going to be cool. Expect probably 500 people to come to that. It's going to be a great weekend. Hey, yes, sir. Did you see Dale Earnhardt uh, Jr. get his foot burned? Yes. Friday yes. night? Yes. He ran, he ran um, uh, the Hellman's uh, Chevrolet for his, I guess, his own team, but uh, he, his car caught on fire in the in the. Ca- in the uh, Driver, right there where his feet are. Oh, no. by the oh, gas yeah. pedal. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And you, he went to the care, infield care center, but you you see that burn. I mean, it was like almost burning through his shoe. Yeah. Hot yeah, for Dale. That's <laughs> tough stuff. But That's, he was okay. It's hot. Yes. Hey, we got a major announcement. We're going to do. Uh, the Mark's going to uh, unload on us here. Oh, really? Regarding the Grand Marshal for this Sunday's race. Aha. Uh-huh. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Stick around and find out. Dallas Horse Classic Rock, Lone Star 92.5. Mark Faber, Senior Vice President and General Manager at Texas Motor Speedway, is with us here today. Big race weekend. Going to be exciting. Playoffs. It, it's the playoffs race. It's a round of 12 for both the Xfinity uh, race on uh, Saturday. That's the uh, Andy's Custard 300. And on Sunday, it's the uh, Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500, the round of 12. The first race in the round of 12. That's right. For the we're, Cup Series. We're really pumped. It's going to be exciting, man. Yeah, we're exciting. Yeah. We're, I mean, we, we've got so much going on. 
Uh, I wanted to at least, you know, throw some news to you all because I heard your news that you talk about on the way. Yeah, so. <laughs> but this is a big announcement this for you This is a big guys. announcement. So I've got a press release that's going to go out at 9 o'clock so today. Well, you guys are hearing it first, right? Oh, breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, bum. Do we need a timpani bum, roll? Bum, bum. Sure. Give him a timpani roll. See what we got here. <laughs> so for... Our Grand Marshal, five-time CMA nominee, eight-time People's Choice Country Award nominee, and three-time CMT award-winning artist, Jelly Roll, will be our Grand Marshal. Jelly Roll! He's huge right now. He's huge. So he has, you know, the song, Save Me, Son of a Sinner, Need a Favor. He is big. So we have him coming, which is awesome. That's cool. And so uh, that will go out today. We're going to be celebrating some other people out there this week. We have uh, the Texas Rangers law enforcement group, not the baseball team. Yes, yes. The baseball team's doing very well, by yeah, the way, which right. is great. Texas Rangers are celebrating their bicentennial. 200 years. 200 years. Wow. Really? In 2023. So we have Chief Jason Taylor will serve as the honorary starter and wave the green flag oh, on behalf cool. of the Texas yeah. Rangers. And for him, that's probably a big, big deal, too. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's huge. We want to honor them. I mean, that's what we're about. I mean, you, if you come to our races, we're going to honor uh, the Texas Rangers. We're going to honor police, fire, first responders, educators, military, military mm-hmm. veterans. Speaking of veterans, yes. and you may have seen this, we have Don Graves, who is Iwo Jima, Survivor wow. World War II, wow. and he was one of 18 men that survived Iwo Jima out of 335. I but know. I thought they wiped them all out. No, they. And he was a flamethrower, and so set carrying a 72 pound flamethrower pack wow. on him as they took the island. He is going to sing "God Bless America" oh, oh, on Sunday emotional. on our pre-race stage. I thought you said you were going to say he's going to be a tire changer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He is so spry and he is so probably full could of do energy. It. He could do it. Yeah. yeah, he could do it. So we have so much great stuff, and we're just looking forward to these folks being able to join us. Now, well, I, I want to know about the uh, Lucha Libre wrestling get going on on, on let Sunday. Let me tell you something, brother. I'll take you in a steel cage. <laughs> We had Lucha Libre uh, at our races last spring that you all were at, at yeah. the truck yes. and Indy car. And so they're coming back on uh, this weekend out in our fan zone, and it's going to be great. Lucha Libre combined with armadillo races. Now tell us about the armadillo, <laughs> the armadillo yeah. races. Real armadillos. They're real armadillos. And you have to be careful about the temperature because I know an event like four to six weeks ago it got a little hot. Yeah. And so they had to cancel that armadillo race. But, boy, you put them in there and they go. So this you, is out there in our fan zone. Do you paint numbers on them like the cars? <laughs> and, do they, and do they go around the track? That's yeah. No armadillos were hurt or harmed <laughs> during these races. Well, I know, and it sounds gross, but uh, what if you have them race across the track while the cars are going? Because armadillos never make it across the highway. Oh, <laughs> no. oh, oh, maybe it's a going. bad idea. Never oh, mind. Uh, we, don't, we don't want any roadkill on the track. No, so we're, no. We don't want any of that, but we have that, which is great. And uh, the pre-race concert is Low Cash. Uh, their new song that's been hitting the charts is My Three Favorite Colors, with red, white, oh, and blue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that. they're going to do a pre-race concert, which is going to be great. And we have a lot of smoke and sizzle. We actually have a barbecue contest what? for the second year. We have double the entrance. Wow. And it's going to be right there in the infield. And Friday, Saturday is the cooking 
sponsored by Party Batch Spirits, which is John Party, mm-hmm. the country artist. Oh, yeah. And his brand, as well as Pit Boss. And word has it, Mr. Party will be Sunday making an appearance at Texas Motor Speedway as well. Oh, wow. Look at that. Come bring some at barbecue by, too. That's yeah. right. So barbecue. Hey, you know what? We might need some judges. Oh, if you guys want to hey. be some judges, we might need some judges mm-hmm. if you all want to sample some barbecue out there this Yum, weekend. Yum, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> so this is going to be a great weekend. Have you had any plans to have, like, some rock acts out there? Because I've seen Aerosmith and the Doobie Brothers and a bunch of people Sammy Hagar. There. Sammy Hagar, yeah. You know, that was a part of the site visit going down to uh, Dos Equis Pavilion when I ran into you to see, you know, what is Foreigner going to be doing next year. So uh-huh. uh, uh, Foreigner's played out there at Texas Motor I think, yeah. yes, I remember We were there. Did. We, uh, didn't we interview No, them? I don't think that. What? Yes, we did. They remember? came, it was cold and as And they hell. had to go to somebody's RV to, to yeah, go we to the sat, bathroom? We sat in, no, we sat in a, in a, in, in an RV and just interviewed them because it was cold that yes, day. Yes, I remember yes. that. It was yeah. cold. So a little, little site visit, you know, ZZ Tops played. Uh, we couldn't get ZZ Top this year due to a schedule conflict, but you know what? We like rock music. I, I, as I know you know, you I personally like rock music. <laughs> yeah. so. But you're going to have a country festival next month coming up? Yes, Gordy's Highway 30, Texas edition, October 19th to the 22nd. So first-time country festival that Gordy's bringing. He has one in Idaho that's been successful for years. He says, I want to come to Texas Everything's bigger in Texas. A lot of our Texas artists play up in Idaho. They ought to play here, and we want to go to Texas Motor Speedway. Dirks Bentley, Cody Jenks, Zach Bryan, Co Wetzel, Colby Kaye, Ashley McBride. I mean, it's a four-day cool. festival, 30-plus bands in the infield at Texas Motor Speedway. So it's going to be great. awesome. But this is going to be a great weekend. Thank you, Mark Faber. Saturday, it is the Xfinity playoffs race. And on Sunday, that's the Andes Custard uh, uh, Frozen Custard 300. And then on Sunday, it's the big auto trader Echo Park Automotive 400. The round of 12. And then we got three races that. They'll knock them off. Hey, you guys are doing pretty good with ticket sales, but you still got some great seats available, right? We do. TexasMotorSpeedway.com. But we've already sold out of two price classifications on our tickets. So tickets are going fast. Camping is going fast. We're going to have a great weekend, and we want you all there. TexasMotorSpeedway.com. We're going to be there. And we'll see you Sunday morning for our broadcast. Yes, I'll be there. Look forward to coming by. Come on by. Mark Faber, everybody. Thank you. Race weekend. It's classic rock. Starting to sound what my stomach sounds about this time of the morning. (laughs) Those are called borborygmies, by the way. I did not know that. Yeah. Thought it was your stomach growling. Because you know? it sounds like your stomach's going barbary. <laughs> so you made that up? No, actually, George Carlin made that. Ah. Up. <laughs> <laughs> A barbarigmi. Okay, that's what it sounds like to me. Okay, who won our tickets to Extreme and Living Color? Oh, that would be Joshua Waybright of Fort Worth. All right, way Josh, to way to Joshua. go, mate. Way to go. Yeah, man. Tomorrow is fun with music day. Mm-hmm. I got a little few surprises for you here. Oh, good. Don't you know? As we do the show that I say is the one just before Friday. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for all And we got more of those Peter Gabriel tickets tomorrow yep. and Extreme yes, and Libum Color. Well, it looks like Vanna White is going to return to Wheel of Fortune even without Pat Sajak. With Ryan Seacrest yes, as the host? Ryan Seacrest is going to take over. Wait a minute, wait a minute. For Pat Sajak next fall. Is 
Ryan, is this Ryan Seacrest news? Is it new, or did it, have they already announced that before? No, they announced that before. Oh, okay. Yeah. That guy has every job in exactly. America. Exactly. He's taking over every job in America. Well, Vanna has signed a deal that will extend her contract for two years. Uh, she has got a substantial pay increase. Uh, Vanna reportedly hadn't had a raise for nearly two decades. Wow. Good for her. She's been revealing letters on Wheel of Fortune since 1982. She deserves a big raise. That's she when, does, because when you think Wheel of Fortune, you think Pat Sajak and Vanna White. Yeah. Right. She got to be there. And she, like, uh, in, in a song they wrote about Vanna White? Yeah, Vanna picked me a letter. Yeah. Yeah, that was a parody how, how, song. How does it go, Bo? It's going to the to the theme of the letter by the box. Oh. Vanna picked me a letter. Gotcha. The Hollywood unions are pressuring Dancing with the Stars to cease production on next week's season's debut. They should. More than 500 people work behind the scenes on Dancing with the Stars. A source said plans are to move forward to, quote, everyone's focus is to keep 500 people employed. Backstage source claimed they're within the guidelines of the SAG and after rules. The show employs just one union writer who will not cross the picket line. They need to get that fixed, man. They really do. They need to come together and work it out. And Bill Maher was going to continue with real time. He's fallen in line and will delay the season premiere of his talk show. Well, he came under fire. Everybody was going him a scab. Maher had been the last holdout among shows affected by the writer strike after Drew Barrymore, Jennifer Hudson, and, and the talk decided to postpone their premieres. But he says he'll uh, put real time on hold for now. The Writers Guild of America says that contract negotiations with the Hollywood Studios will resume tomorrow. No talks have taken place since August. That's horrible. That's amazing. And you know, the world is mourning now. The world is mourning the passing of Billy Shamir. Mimir, Mimir, Mimir. Who? Oh, yeah. The guy that killed all those elderly women? Oh. Billy Shamir. Yes, he was found dead in his cell. Uh, yesterday, yesterday morning. It's called karma. Mm-hmm. Was it an with... elderly person that killed him? <laughs> that would be great, though. I think it was his cellmate. Oh. Yeah, he was mouthing off to him or something. <laughs> Talking about, I've killed more people than you have. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, I'm fixing to put one wow. more on my list. Some of the manly members of, of Shamir Mir's victims says they were relieved to learn of his death. Yeah, I kind of gave myself a high five, too. Mm-hmm. Billy Shamir, Mir, 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 <laughs> crying out loud. So, let's get ready for tomorrow's show. As we get ready to give away some more tickets, too. We got more tickets to Peter Gabriel we tomorrow. Do. And more, more, more tickets to Extreme and uh, Living Color. And it's fun with Music Day. Yes, it is. Yeah, I will have a mashup for you. All right. Just don't worry. I got you. Coming. And when you get to work, make sure you listen to Lone Star, because even though we can't make the work day shorter, we can make it go by a little bit quicker with commercial-free classic rock. We do it every weekday, just before 11 with Debbie, and then right before 5 on the ride home with Jeff K. 60 minutes of nonstop classic rock to help you get through your work day on Dallas-Fort Worth's classic rock, Lone Star, night. 92.5. Dallas Horrors Classic Rock, Lone Star 92.5. That song from one of my favorite Sticks albums, Equinox. Yeah. In fact, all those albums from the 70s and into the 80s were great. Like Pieces of Eight. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Oh, yeah. Crystal Ball. Yeah. And then came Kilroy Was Here yeah, for pretty some much reason. killed the band. <laughs> yes, I remember seeing they played at a Texas jam and... Uh, by the time Sticks got about a third of the way into, because they were doing the whole Kilroy album, yeah, people Ooh. started walking out. Wow! And Not we fans. Have, we have discussed this with Tommy Shaw and JY, and they all agree 
It was a big mistake. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so much for a concept album. You know, this year marks the 40th anniversary of the final Sticks album of the 80s, 1983's Kilroy Was Here. Differences over the creation and the concept are what apparently, according to Dennis DeYoung, led to the demise of the band. Here's Tommy Shaw actually talking about the album. It's a great concept. It just wasn't a great experience. That was always my hang-up with it. It wasn't a great band experience. So I think it maybe suffered a little bit because of that. I would say you so. Think? Yeah. But Tommy start walking out of your show, you know. <laughs> you know it's a bad album. Oh, yeah. Tommy turned 70 on September 11th, and he's posted a big thank you to his fans that you can see on our page. Plus, today is Sticks bassist Chuck Panazzo's uh, 75th birthday. Oh, is he now? Yeah. Same for his twin brother and late Sticks drummer, John. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Mm-hmm. Just amazing how many Jimi Hendrix recordings, studio and live, are out there, given that his career as a solo artist only lasted five years. Mm-hmm. You know, he uh, died in 1970. The latest recording, though, Jimi Hendrix Experience, Hollywood Bowl, August 18th, 1967, is going to be out November 10th. And we've got the first single off the live album, Killing Floor, plus a 10-minute YouTube documentary that you can check out on our page. Julian Lennon, the oldest of John Lennon's two sons, well, he was a recent guest on Bill Maher's Club Random podcast, and he talked about how he ran into Paul McCartney at Heathrow Airport last year, and that Paul and he want to get together to do like a little story time where Paul shares stories about John that Julian's never heard before. Wouldn't that be a cool podcast to listen to? Yes, it would. So you can check out Club Random on our page. Joe Walsh giving you and a guest a chance to attend his Vets Aid Show November 12th in San Diego. It benefits veterans organization, so that's where your money's going to be going. Uh, among the performers this year, Stephen Stills and Jeff Lind. You want information on how you can win uh, a trip to that show? We've got all the info. Carlos Santana rolling his greatest hits live Las Vegas residency for a couple more months at the House of Blues. So if you're planning a trip to Vegas and you want to see Santana, we've got all the deets for that. Other time wasters. Bo, you talked about this in the freaking Fool file. The video of the Alabama band director getting tased mm. after he refused to stop the band from playing. Now, when the cops tell you to stop, you stop. Yeah, you should if you want to see this man getting tased and the interaction between the police and the band director. You can check that out. Also, be nice to your food delivery drivers. We have the story about a guy in Amarillo. Actually, it's a woman. She uh, went off on a restaurant manager because her food wasn't ready, and so she was arrested. Plus, the video of a driver in Florida who wasn't happy about the tip that he was left, and the ring camera catches him doing something to the food delivery. Oh, no. Check out the video on the Bow and Them page at LoneStar92.5.com. We've been trying to find that beat all morning, and we get it by the end of the show. How about that for timing, huh? Well, thanks for your questions today. Yeah, man. A couple we didn't get to. We'll get to them next time. I promise. Yes. Got some late email questions. Right. We will tackle when we get back on next Wednesday. And it's always good when Mark Faber comes around from Texas Motor Speedway. It's going to be a great weekend this weekend at Texas Motor Speedway. And he always brings gifts. That's what I like about the guy. He always brings us a gift or two. 
That's and what they do over there at Texas Motor Speedway. So I got me a new Texas Motor Speedway hat to wear on Sunday. Look when at the you. Show does the broadcast I, out I there. A new shirt. You got a little mug to drink some coffee out of. You even got some speakers. And I got everything I need. Earplugs and clear backpacks. Isn't today like National Backpack Day? Yes, it is. It actually is Backpack Day. But in my day, we had to carry book satchels, and we hated it because <laughs> it made our arms longer. Did you have a satchel when you were going to oh, school, yeah, I Anna? Yeah. I, I didn't. What's a in satchel? In elementary school. Little it's just a little thing that you carry your books in. Yeah. Didn't have that. It was like a big purse. Kind of. I was always carrying the girls' books. I bet you were. Yeah, you were just you trying was, to kiss up to them. You was hustling for bloomer pudding is what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I know how you are. That was for the sex education class. Because <laughs> he's having a test later on today. Uh, tomorrow is fun with music day. Got a mashup for you. Cool. I got some other goofy stuff. And speaking of goofy stuff, yes. our after show decompression session is coming up next here. It is. With a review of the hamburger that Randy had yesterday. Oh, you want to talk about that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're I already just we, jumping right to food. We huh? need a follow up. Yeah. All and, right. and also, something is supposed to happen on the show tomorrow yeah. that we'll talk about. On the after, after show, show because we've never had this happen before. I'll t- Bo looks very confused. I have no I have, idea what is going on. I'd kind of like to know. know. We'll find out. We'll find out on the after show. So Bo. tune into the after show and tune into the show enough show tomorrow. Yeah, when it'll be fun with music day. Rangers in a afternoon game today. They're just a half a game behind those pesky throws. Well, all right, Rangers. go Rangers. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow. Hmm?